0: Welcome everybody. This is Mary Craig Ministries and Craig House Christian Fellowship. And so Stephen and Craig will be there, Skip? Them? Yeah. We'll be doing the opening prayer and and the message.
1: I can see it. Yeah. But here's the prayer right here. You wanna start with this skip the prayer?
0: No. Oh.
1: This is the series, Truth For All Time, the message, Identifying the Voice of the Lord, by Mary Craig D. Min, November twenty sixth, 2023, Mary Craig Ministries, Inc., Craig House Christian Fellowship. Holy Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus Christ, whose we are and whom we serve. We thank you for the body body and blood sacrifice of Christ on our behalf. We thank you for his life of radical obedience, perfect, personal, perpetual obedience, even to death on the cross. We thank you that he fulfilled all righteousness, even to dying to pay the penalty for sin, redeeming those for whom he died by his blood, the sacrifice of himself. We thank you. He brought the reconciliation that overcomes alienation from you. And by this reconciliation we can know you as Father. We thank you that Jesus bore your wrath, bore the curse, bore the sin, and bore the glory. Jesus destroyed the works of darkness, defeating Satan and his kingdom publicly. We thank you, Lord God, for those in Christ who were chosen before the foundation of the world, and we are accepted in the Beloved. We thank you that Jesus died, that he was buried, that he rose again from the dead, out from among the dead, and ascended into heaven to sit at the right hand of the Almighty. Jesus Christ is King of kings, Lord of lords, God the Son, Son of God, ruler over the kings of this earth, and coming again in power and great glory. We thank you for the sending of the Holy Spirit, and we ask that the Holy Spirit come as the Spirit of truth, guiding us into the truth, that He come as the Spirit of wisdom and revelation, revealing Jesus Christ to us and granting us wisdom for the days in which we live. We ask that the Holy Spirit open our eyes to comprehend, understand, and perceive what You have for us today. Open the eyes of our minds and open the eyes of our hearts to receive. Honor our desire to glorify You. We come before you in humility, on bended knee, with our heads bowed. We pray that we be renewed in the spirit of our minds and put on the new man which was created according to you, God, in true righteousness and holiness, that you would sanctify us by your word and by your Holy Spirit, that we may open our mouths boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel of Jesus Christ with love, compassion, and grace that we might love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. It is in the name of Jesus Christ that we pray. Amen. So many have asked over the years, how do I know if I am hearing the true and living God and not the devil? Every true believer can identify the voice of God by following a few suggested guidelines. Number one, be very familiar with the written word of God. Whatever God's voice tells us will be consistent with His written word, not contrary to His word. Many things concerning God's will are playing on their face in the Bible. Let's take time to do some research on a general topic, finances or relationships, for example, and pray for the Holy Spirit to reveal to us God's heart and mind. Check out whatever that little desire of your heart is determined by God's Word Oh, rather, check out whether that little, quote, desire of your heart, unquote, is determined by God's written word to be good or evil, righteous or sinful. Jesus countered the voice of Satan with a written word rightly applied. Okay, guideline two. Start by obeying the plain obvious commands of the written word first and foremost remember hearing god's voice results in our ob- results in our obedience to it we want to obey truth not lies so we must become most familiar with truth as we obey the obvious god will lead us into greater revelation of himself of truth of the obedience of Christ, of His obedience on our behalf. Guideline 3. Recognize and discern between the characteristics of God and those of Satan, between truth and deception. In John 8, Jesus responded to the Pharisees, the outwardly righteous religious leaders of his day. He cut to the core of their beings. He distinguished himself from those whose father is the devil. Study the attributes of God and let God speak for himself. God is who he says he is, not what you think he is. The God in our minds and hearts must align with the God of the Word. Satan lies, murders, and steals. He uses deception, mixes truth with error, hates God and God's people, and never has our best interest in mind. God tells the truth, brings life, gives, loves and always has our best interest in mind. Satan rebukes in order to condemn and lead us to kill ourselves in some way. God rebukes in order to conform us to Jesus Christ and lead us to love and live in the light of his countenance. Guideline number four, become familiar with God's ways by studying Bible characters as examples. God came to Gideon, for example, and called him a mighty warrior. He gave Gideon a call, commission, commands, and his commitment to the process. Gideon's response was something like, who, me? Does it remind us of Moses and even the disciples? Jesus took ordinary men who were in the fishing business and told them he would make them fishers of men if they would follow him. Jesus often did the unexpected and unreasonable. God's wisdom differs from human wisdom. And many times what God's voice may tell us will conflict or clash with what we determine to be natural or reasonable. God sent Moses back to Egypt. Let Daniel enter the lion's den. And Jesus sent out the disciples with a gospel that would turn the world upside down and inside out. Another thing, God moves us out of our comfort zones and doesn't tell us to do things That gratify the flesh, that involve carnal instincts or clattering, or that speak to the old sensual nature. Instead, we are to be crucified with Christ, crucified to the world, and crucified to the flesh with its passions and lusts. That's Galatians. We see in our Bible examples how God challenges faith, stretching individuals in order to strengthen relationship with Him. Many times there is a go. That was two uh, capital letters in, in my mother's notes and in quotes. Many times there is go in order to come closer to Jesus. As the disciples received the call, and commissioned to go and make disciples and take the gospel to all creation. They received specific commands and also Jesus' commitment that he would be with them always, even unto the end of the age. Separation unto God involves separation from the world and from the sensuality of the fleshly nature It will take courage and a fear of the Lord that overrules other fears. It will take a desire to know the one true and living God that exceeds lesser desires. Guideline five, pray. We communicate with God and he communicates with us. Learn to be still and know that He is God. Learn to wait before Him and listen. Have a clearly defined enemy. Declare war on Satan and evil. And follow the rules of the war between Christ and Satan. Between those who are Christ's and those who are not. Renounce the hidden things of darkness openly. Tell the spirit world that you hear the voice of the good shepherd and the voice of a stranger you will not follow. When you receive a directive, write it down exactly and examine it with scripture. Look for pepper in the salt shaker, and if in doubt, ask the voice to identify itself out loud and make, uh, that is, ask out loud, ask the voice to identify itself, ask that out loud, and make itself known. If you are hearing God, you will discover that God is never offended. He tells us to test the spirits. He will identify his own voice In no uncertain terms until all doubt is removed. Remember, anything that is not of faith is sin, so when in doubt, don't. Guideline six. Seek confirmation. Seek godly counsel. If you get some thought or hear some voice and it seems sketchy, find a pastor or someone well-versed in the word, and talk it over before acting. God isn't in a rush, but the devil usually pushes through condemning and controlling thoughts to cause a person to act impulsively and rashly. While God did tell Abraham to go to the mount with Isaac, and Abraham obeyed immediately, it was a three days journey with a lot of time to pray Reflect, have confirmation, etc. God's people are a resource in determining God's will when they are seeking His holiness and purposes in their own life. Guideline seven. Respond with a heart to obey and do God's will. God searches our hearts and sees the desires of our hearts. He will help our unbelief and our obedience to the Holy Spirit. Yes, we will be tested in the school of the Spirit, but as we progress, we will know the voice of the Lord better and better because we will know His character, His thoughts and ways better and better he will help us discern between good and evil, between himself and Satan. God's heart is holy, pure, good, and loving. He is trustworthy and worthy of our worship and our obedience. Hear him and you will live. Hear and heed. Guideline 8. Minister to the Lord. If possible, have a place where you can come apart. Come alone. Come away. Be still. Be quiet before the Lord. Loud worship is not necessary. Keep it low. Praise focuses on who the living God is. Lord, you are holy, sovereign, just true, God-only wise, all-powerful, all-knowing, everywhere that is omnipresent. Honor the body and blood sacrifice of Jesus Christ for his own. Ministering to the Lord is not about us, it's about him. On MCM missions and doing strategies for this and that over the years, we speak forth the Word, the written Word, knowing the true God causes it to manifest in the spirit world and in the physical realm. Just one mission story as an example. It was about 4 a.m. June 28, 2005, and we were docking in Serbia. The voice of the Lord was strong in my ear. That is my mother's ear. I'm reading the notes. So I got up and started writing everything down. The word was for Bulgaria. Later, Susan and I examined it, as have others since our return. This is that. Quote, Now hear what the Sovereign Lord says. I have come to you, Bulgaria, and as you have abandoned me and my laws and ways, so I abandon you. Nevertheless, there is a remnant which shall be saved so as by fire. These come through much persecution, through the narrow door, but beyond that narrow door is a broad place, and there I will meet them in my glory." I am to them the refuge of the rock. These are my people, and I am their God. I will bless them as they purify their hearts and souls, and I will heal their woundedness and reveal myself to them. To these take heart. Be strong and of good courage, for you shall testify of me. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord." I will repay the evildoer to his face as I keep covenant with my elect ones. You will come through both fire and flood, Isaiah 43 and Isaiah 46. And there's a comma and then the word all in parentheses. And will be with you to overcome even death and destruction I will break blood guilt off you and your families and deliver you from the oppressor. Now hear what the Sovereign Lord says. Before you were born, I knew you. Before you entered your mother's womb, I chose you. I have loved you with an everlasting love, and you are mine. Though the people perish, you resurrect. Fear not. Isaiah 41, verse 10. I come as conquering king to cross your land with the fire of my presence. In my holiness you will find peace as they find wrath, the wrath of the Lamb. For I come to my own to execute my judgments upon the earth and to call the nations to justice and recompense. I am the Lord and victory is my name. Behold, I stand on your shores, a mighty warrior as Jehovah Gibor, as Lord Sabaoth, as El Shaddai, as the faithful. Amen. The people are in darkness, and the land is plagued with their own lawlessness. But for my people, I command light into their darkness and into their hearts will I give my joy. As I overcame, so are they to overcome. Follow the Lamb wherever He goes. The blessings of Abraham are yours only as you keep covenant with me. For I am the covenant Lord and my covenants are one and I am one. I am your shield and exceeding great reward. As you walk before me, and are holy as I am holy. And how shall you be holy? I have declared you such as justified by faith in my Son and sanctify you by my truth which is in me. Sanctify, separate, serve, stand still. Stand in the surety of the covenant and I will Provide, protect, pity, preserve, empower, and pursue my enemies to their destruction. Prevail as I prevail. Prepare for war, but the Lamb shall overcome, and the kings of the earth will bow to the Creator-Redeemer, and the glory of the Lord will fill heaven and earth. Psalm 24. End of quote. And then in uh, parentheses there's it says, Remember, these words are not in the category of Scripture. That is not in the category of Scripture, which applies to all persons everywhere throughout all time. That is, the Scripture applies to all persons everywhere throughout all time.
0: Okay. Amen. So Father God, we thank you for timeless truth and we remember all the mighty ways that you move on behalf of your people. Of every nation, every nation, every tribe, every language, every ethnic group. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell within. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. You are blessed forever. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, King of kings and Lord of lords, the infinite God-man, the only mediator, between the Living God and humanity, Holy and Sovereign One. Amen.